You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. You can't call anybody anymore. If you call someone, they're like, what? Are you on fire? Then quit wasting my time. Text me that These days, phones are often more popular for texting than for making calls. The ability to share short messages instantly to someone's phone has transformed the way we communicate. He's always like this, texting, all day, just text, 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 text. But how private are these texts? It actually completely depends on how you're sending them via SMS, iMessage, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Signal. There are countless options and we'll go over a few. In this video, we'll talk about all the ways that popular messaging platforms can spy on you and which ones you might want to cut ties with. Then in our next video, we'll dive into the most private messaging platforms so that you can start to reclaim your life back from digital surveillance. Okay, let's go. Let's start with SMS. It stands for short message system and this functionality has been built into cell phones since the 90s. You can use it to communicate with anyone on a cellular network regardless of carrier but it's a really primitive technology and it is not at all secure. Let's dive into the tech a little. When you send an SMS it leaves your phone and goes to a nearby cell tower and then to something called an SMSC and other cell towers and because we text people on all kinds of different networks and in different countries our SMS is bounced around to a bunch of different network servers and systems using different technologies. And once it's lost in this network, it becomes trivial to intercept. There are countless reports about hackers collecting SMSs from senders and recipients. But these messages are also completely transparent to your own cell provider who sees everything that you send, content and metadata like the length of the message, the format, timestamp, destination. And to make it worse, many cell providers have even been known to sell customers' metadata including location data to basically anyone that wanted to purchase it, including people like bounty hunters. Basically, SMS is akin to sending letters in unsealed envelopes and hoping no one within the mail service will bother to look inside. Why wasn't SMS made to be more private? Well, it requires a ton of processing power to encrypt and decrypt messages, and your old Nokia phone from 1996 didn't have this power. Whereas today, even a barely low-end smartphone has more power than a supercomputer did back when SMS was designed. SMS is quickly becoming obsolete and being replaced in most modern systems by something called RCS, and many people don't even realize they're using this new system. But wait for it. The inventors of RCS were aware of the privacy limitations of SMS, but chose not to fix many of them. So unfortunately, RCS doesn't solve our privacy concerns. But these days, many people bypass this built-in functionality of phone messaging altogether. Three out of four people who use smartphones install one or more messaging apps. The global user base of instant messenger services is in the billions. How many apps do you have? Too many to count. But many of the messaging apps that people use are actually terrible when it comes to privacy. When trying to see how an app stacks up, here are four things to consider. The first is whether the platform uses end-to-end encryption. This is where the message can only be read by the sender and the intended recipient, not the platform it's being sent on. Second, how does the messaging app deal with metadata or your activities record? This is information like who you're talking to and when you're talking to them. Third, how much information does the platform require from you to sign up? For example, do they require a phone number or an email address? And finally, there should ideally be a 
way for you to verify that your messaging service is doing what it says it's doing. Having the code open sourced and audited by a third party is important. Some of the worst offenders for privacy are actually some of the most popular. Three that have huge user bases are Facebook Messenger. More than a billion people worldwide communicate by Facebook Messenger. WeChat. Part of um, our daily life that basically right now we won't be able to live without. And QQ. Used virtually by everybody within China. None of these have end-to-end -end encryption by default and some don't offer it at all. They all record a heap of metadata. They also all tie to your identity. WeChat and QQ require phone numbers to work and Facebook ties your social media identity to it. To add to this, WeChat and QQ are heavily surveilled by the Chinese government and quite openly censor sensitive content or anything it deems undesirable. Facebook Facebook is more subtle and uses information from its messenger to build profiles of you. Facebook has detailed profiles on people who have never signed up for Facebook, yes or no? We collect data of people who have not signed up for Facebook for security purposes. In 2019, after backlash over data collection practices, Facebook announced a pivot towards a privacy focus, which included end-to-end -end encryption of its messenger by default. But they received tremendous pushback from governments around the world. Australia and the UK both joined US Attorney General at the time, Bill Barr, in telling Facebook companies should not deliberately design their systems to preclude any form of access to content. And demanded backdoors, a means for lawful access to the content of communications regardless of encryption. You're going to find a way to do this or we're going to do it for you. You're either the solution or you're the problem. Politicians insisted that Facebook pause its efforts to encrypt all its messaging services. And pause, they did. It's now 2021 and we're still waiting. They are rolling it out slowly though and have added an opt-in secret conversation feature on Facebook Messenger that is end-to-end -end encrypted. Out of the most popular messaging apps across the globe, Facebook Messenger, WeChat and QQ all rank in the top four and they do terribly when it comes to privacy. It's important that people know that there are awesome alternative messaging apps out there that don't siphon all your data. In our next video, we'll dive into a bunch of options that all build themselves as privacy-focused messaging apps and explore just how private they really are. That includes the most popular messaging app in the world, WhatsApp, which happens to be another Facebook product. But does it live up to its privacy hype? Stay tuned. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute, or Library.io.